Hello everyone, welcome to the Under the Cover Podcast. This is the first episode. Today, we are joined by a special guest, Jacob Torman. What's up guys? So, how's your summer been? Full of baseball. All baseball, baseball. literally all baseball. My brother's got uh, his all-star team. They play pretty much all the time. Um, My AAU team, Bombers right here. Uh, We play on the weekends, but we have doubleheaders pretty much every Sunday. Actually, we just wrapped up our last league game, um, games rather, last weekend. Uh, We have a couple non-league games, not this weekend, but I think the weekend after this. And then... uh, Hopefully we we'll make playoffs, but it's kind. Of, we're like on the line for the cutoff. So at so this lot, point, it's just let's hope. So a lot of baseball then, huh? Yeah, a lot. So how long have you been playing baseball for? Uh, this is my eighth year. Sorry, ninth year playing. Is um, it like your favorite sport? Yeah, it's definitely my favorite sport. Um, I play in the spring, summer, and fall. Um, so That's I've just been playing all the time. So I know you play basketball too. Um, last season you, you won, right? Yeah, we you won, won the championship. championship. Won yep. the championship. Yep, against the uh, the first seed team, which they really only had this one guy who was really good, but he wasn't that good. So it was really if he was out of the picture, it was it was easy for us to win. So all we did was just play hard defense on him and limit his points um, and ball control and possession rather. And we ended up winning by, I believe, 12 points. So I know you like um, racing. Uh, yeah, uh, m- mostly car racing, like stock cars, um, NASCAR. I do. I don't watch Formula One, but I have a couple Formula One uh, video games for Xbox and uh, yeah, just Xbox. Um, so I play those sometimes. I like the career modes; those are fun. Um, I. I like motocross and like supercross. That's pretty fun. I mean, it's just dirt bikes, so it's pretty cool. Um, and then horse racing. Like, I'll watch the Kentucky Derby if it's on, but like that's it. I've like never watched horse racing in my life, so. So do you race? I want to, but I don't. The cars are actually pretty expensive at this age. It's like eight thousand dollars for this little, basically a go kart. Um, so we don't have enough money, not really enough time with sport, other sports, and the closest track is in Seekonk, so that's like a good half hour away. away. Yeah. So we just wouldn't have enough time. So do you go and watch the races in person, or do you watch them on TV? Both. I do watch local races in Seekonk. I've been to, uh, actually this year as well, I'm going to NASCAR in New Hampshire, the track at New Hampshire. There's one in Connecticut that's pretty fun. We go to in October, which isn't really good for racing season because usually it's about 20 degrees. And you're sitting there, you're not moving. So if the wind blows, it's just Arctic and then the sun goes down and it's just horrible. So, but I mean, the racing's good. So we just go there for the racing. So the racing, what's it like watching the racing? You just, is it like you say on one part of the track? You sit on, well, it depends on where I go. Like in Seekonk, I sit in the middle of turn three and four. That's like the best spot, especially because like it's in the summer, so it's really hot. So the sun is behind you and it's not like in your eyes. So the sun goes down pretty quick, at least for the people sitting there. Um, For the one in Connecticut, we sit 
right pretty much next to the finish line. Same with New Hampshire. So you stay in one spot and usually it's pretty easy to see all the cars. Like that's the thing about road courses is that they're enormous. So if you're sitting in one spot, you don't you only see one like part. It's like oh, yeah, one, what, six yeah. seconds and then you oh. don't see them for a whole minute or whatever. Oh, and get away from them to come around again? Exactly, yeah. I mean, usually they have big screens uh, oh, for the, okay, um, so the broadcast, but it's not as good as like short track just because you can see the whole thing. So, so. you like watching uh, short tracks more? Yeah, I definitely would prefer smaller tracks just because you can see the whole track. You can see all the racing happen and it's there's no like bad spot. There's no, but oh yeah, because it's like a, is it like a circle most? Yeah, of it's it's oval. Well, it depends. Or is it round? It's round. It's mainly ovals, um, but there are like tracks that are small enough that they are circles or pretty much circles. Like they don't qualify as circles, and they're different lengths, different sizes. Length is just from the finish line one trip around, from the finish line back. That's the length that's how the length is measured um so nascar tracks they're generally above i think the smallest track is half a mile half a mile so it's generally pretty big they're usually over a mile do you like root for a specific car well or? okay so at seekonk they have the night we go, we go on Saturday nights, um, if there's time because of baseball. Um, but there are four divisions, and there's about 20, 30 cars per division. So if there's a guy that's, I don't have, I mean, I have like my favorites and stuff, but um, they have like a bunch of heat races. So me and my brother and my dad will like ask each other like who we think is going to win the race, and we'll pick a guy. But um, I have a couple favorites. There's this, um, we sit in front of this family that own that drives one of the cars, and they're super nice. So we we'll root for his car. Um, it yeah, it just depends on like who has been good during the season, and just you know who you want to win. Sometimes I just pick it because the car looks cool or something. Um, it just depends. So. so how how fast are these cars going? Are they like, like okay? So NASCAR depending on how big the track is because obviously you don't want to hit the wall um the generally the tracks that are over a mile cars reach an average of 160 to 180 miles an hour so they're going pretty fast then. they're going fast <laughs> and there's on the driver's side it's the window net so all that wind's coming in and blowing right on you which is good in some tracks because when they race in phoenix in the spring it's it's like in the middle of the desert so it's 130 degrees in the car so sometimes that wind is nice oh, they have um connected their to their helmets uh cooling tubes to blow cool air in and keep the drivers cool so they don't overheat but generally um yeah they usually do go they reach upwards of 180 miles an hour and then at tracks super speedways like daytona and talladega they go over 200 um, miles an hour but these short track they rarely go over 100, except for the faster cars, but usually it's like 80. So I heard you talk about NASCAR and Formula One. What's like the difference between those two? Like, are they, well, are they first of all? Okay, so NASCAR, um, they're stock cars. So they are meant to look like, um, they have manufacturers, Toyota, 
um, Ford and Chevrolet and they're meant to look like cars you'd see on the road except with just all these decals. Um, NASCAR, they don't have lights, they just have stickers on there um, that look like lights, that way you know which car is which. Um, but the engine, the manufacturer, is mainly created to make the engine and the chassis. So when they say which manufacturer, it's what engine it's running on. They're all made generally the same, but they're built kind of differently like and then the cars look differently so stock cars look like basically souped up like bigger heavier um, yeah. normal cars and formula one it's open wheeled so you can see all four tires they're all right there it's one it's one seat and then it's like it's a super narrow car and it's all about aerodynamics so those cars fly they go over 200 miles an hour all the time and it's crazy because there's, there's this big stretch of just straight track and then it's one corner that's like a paper clip it's just a super hard turn oh, and it's amazing how these cars break the brakes are incredible for these cars um, I don't know how they make them stop that fast it's, it's crazy if wow. you've seen like oh no man it, it blows my mind but um so these cars are very different. The the Formula One cars are one cockpit, and then I have been told that there aren't any gas or brake pedals. They have the gas, brake, and clutch, and uh, stick. It, these are manual cars, so you, they're not automatic transmission. They're manual. Um, so the NASCAR, the stock cars have the pedals and the clutch and the stick. The Formula One cars, I've been told, it's all there's. It's the steering wheel is huge. It, it's pretty big. It's like probably that big around. It's pretty big, and they have buttons. So one button, um, I'm sure, is for gas. They have, I think, the paddles on the back of the wheel for shifting up and down, and then they have buttons for whatever uh, gas, brake. Um, there's this thing called DRS, which there's this wing on the back of the car. Um, straightaways it's basically mainly used for giving advantages to for cars to overtake so this flap will open up and it's more air coming through so it's less wind resistance so it'll make the car go a little faster and it's just used to help uh, cars overtake each other and make the race more interesting so these cars are very different so they're like built for racing well, yes, the the ones, obviously, I mean, if you've seen, a, I don't know if you've seen a Formula One car, but they are definitely race cars. They're in no way, shape, or form ever probably going to be street legal. Stock cars, they look more like normal cars. It's just that they have all these decals and paint jobs and, uh, uh, what's the word? I, I don't know. It's just other stuff, so it's all, you know, funky colors and... Um, there's no headlights on them, so they, because, I mean, it's mainly because of they're very, very loud. The mufflers aren't as, like, they're not as sound, um, blocking as mufflers we have on our normal cars. So, they're louder, they're faster, they're bigger, um, they're not as safe as a normal car. Um, well, I don't know. They kind of are, but... Oh, they have their own, like, safety measures? 
Yeah, they well they're built to go fast, so they want it, they have this roll cage, which is this big like stainless it's steel, uh, it's basically metal bars just surrounding the driver, and it keeps the driver in the car because obviously, you want to be secure tight when you're going 200 miles an hour. So the harnesses are ridiculous. They're oh. huge. They're big. They're like three or four seat belts like taped together almost it's like super tight and they it like can hurt people like i went they have this uh thing in connecticut at one of the tracks they have this little track for kids to race at they have these little quarter midgets um and this the they tight you they put the harness on so tight it hurt my shoulders when i got out of the car but it's to keep you in there so you don't fly because it's a dangerous sport obviously but um, there's a much less chance of injury in this sport than like hockey or football because you're not open and you got this whole car surrounding you. So I see. So you have much more protection. Yeah, definitely more protection than a football player does. There's a lot better chance of a football player getting hurt, but there's like less chance of you dying in football. Like you could get oh, get yeah. a concussion or something, but like one bad crash and you could die. Easier, I guess, in NASCAR. So crashes would happen like less than in like football. Yeah, like in, it's in football it, when you get injured probably a lot, but it wouldn't be as bad as it as NASCAR. Yeah. Like you're you're moving around in there, but like I said, that harness is so tight. You're like just kind of sitting there like this. Your head might move or something, but that's mostly it. And it's just kind of more of if you can absorb the shock. And like from the car hitting other cars hitting the wall at great speeds then you will be fine if you can absorb that momentum and just kind of I guess just take it I guess that's pretty much it all right so let's go back to baseball you said that was your favorite sport yep so uh, what do you like about baseball like well it's just it's a better sport because it there's well one I think that my dad likes this about it um, there's no time limit so there's no certain time you have to get certain amount of points um excuse me no time you have to get certain amount of points to beat the other team or something and um it kind of it does it's it's a slower sport kind of but it usually takes about like two hours it's the same like it takes the same amount of time as like a clock sport like football or hockey or um soccer or whatever it is but if there is like a tie, there's going to be a winner. There's no ties. Didn't so it just goes. And oh, if they oh. take too long, they'll reschedule for another day or play the next day depending on the schedule. And there's a, they play 162 games and they're playing all the time. They have three, two, in between two, three, and four game series with one team. Oh, this is MLB? Yeah. Yeah, so you're not just playing one team, move on to the next, one team, move on to the next. It's not like that. You play one team for two to four days. So some series might be back-to-back. You might have a whole week of just playing baseball every day. A whole week every day? Yeah. And it's better. It's not as rest-dependent because you get, you know, you take your turns. You sit down every half inning and... You get up to bat, you might run the bases, but that's it. And then you go back and rest and get ready for the next. And depending on where you're playing, you're just standing there kind of waiting for somebody hit, to hit the ball. But that's, you know, it's just, it's not as rest-dependent as 
besides uh, pitches as other sports. So you don't need a whole week like football. You were talking about how games can get, they can get long. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a really long game? Well, we, for us, we have time limits because we're younger. Oh, Oh, and then like everyone's teaching their parents and schedules. Exactly, exactly. Well, we have time limits and also the umpires aren't trying to be there because they're only getting paid. I mean, they're getting paid a lot depending on like AAU, they get paid like 160 bucks per game. Uh, from each team, I think so. It's it's a good paying job, but like, they might have another game, and there's only so many umpires in the town or in this division. Like in the MLB, they have tons of umpires, so they always have time. Oh, you you umpire, right? Yes, I do. I actually had a game last night that was painfully slow because it was <laughs> it was eight year olds, so they couldn't throw a strike to save their lives. So it's just like ball, ball, ball. Okay, go walked first. So you say you got paid for it, right? Yeah, I do get paid for it. Um, last night I get thirty bucks for that game because I was behind the plate. So um, it's a fairly good paying do- uh, job. I'm not playing baseball besides AAU this summer because we couldn't get a barnstormers team. So um, it gives me something to do in the summer besides just sitting oh, around. Make a little bit of money too. Right, and it, yeah, it's, yeah, I make some money. So um, so like, what's the process to like get that? Become an umpire. Well, they have this. So for junior umpires, you sign up. You say, "I want to do it." They have this class. It's like two little sessions, and it's not hard. It's pretty easy. That you just need to know where to stand in certain situations, what to call in certain situations, and how to call certain age groups. And you know, if it's these kids aren't throwing strikes, like good strikes you know open up the strike zone make it bigger so these kids can hit because we want to have you know we want to make these kids have fun yeah. we don't want to just stand out there in 85 degrees watching people walk around the bases so um it's not that hard it took me they give you two classes one they talk and tell you what to do um second one they show you what to do they we did a field practice and that was pretty much it so it's pretty easy but um for my age group, you have to get, you have to do classes, you have to get a patch, and it's a lot harder because there's more stuff in my division. So, how big are these teams like that you're playing with? My team is now 11 players because one of our players uh, quit. He was he complained he wasn't getting enough playing time, but teams are at a bare minimum. You can you can play with eight. You can have two outfielders. But if you have less than eight people, you can't play the game. But usually teams have about 11, 10 or 11. Um, Are they, like, bigger in, like, the major leagues? Yeah, way bigger. They have second-string guys, third-string guys. So each roster has, I think, about 40 people. 40 people? Yeah. That's... Yeah, and you can only bat and play nine in a game, except for pitchers. Like, you can switch out players, but that's it. So a lot of them don't even play? Correct. They, but they're good enough to be on the team. So if you are starting to be good, like certain rookies, like for us, Michael Chavis has been crushing the ball. He's, I think he's second. He has the second most home runs on our team. And he's like one of the best rookies in the league when it comes to hitting. I've never played baseball before. Yeah, I haven't. Um... I play a video game, so I guess I kind of know how it works. Yeah, um, 
People complain it's boring, and at times it is. I, it's a sport, personally, I would much rather play. I like playing sports. I, I rather play sports than watch them. Yeah, I don't really watch sports either. I like playing them too. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll watch them because my dad loves watching the Red Sox and the Celtics. And we watched the Bruins when they were in the, excuse me, in the finals. But uh, baseball is, you, you got to have a lot of patience for it. Um, it's it's kind of boring to watch. Um but I'll watch it because I, at this point I know everything that happens, so I, I like watching it. I know what's going on. Um, it takes a little while to real, you know, know what's going on. Like there are some weird plays that people don't know, so it's it's just you gotta just know what's happening. Yeah, and once you know what, I mean, that's really any sport. If you know what's happening, yeah. it's yeah. a lot easier to watch. So. Well, I was thinking that you could uh, we can go to a field and you mm -hmm. could show me how to swing a bat, you know? Yeah, I brought um, I brought a bat and a ball. Um, my the bat is not the greatest. Um, it's my dad's coworker gave him it. It's like a cheap bat. He got like a Paw Sox game, so it's a wood one. But you know, it's just used to at this point. It's sitting in our basement collecting dust. So. Um, most bats in the MLB, you have to use a wood bat. You cannot use a metal bat because you could seriously hurt someone. Because metal bats have a, they can hit a lot farther than wood bats. All right, thank you guys for watching, and thank you to Jacob for coming out here and showing me some tips. You know, My pleasure, man. It's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it, it is pretty fun. Yeah, it's a lot better playing the sport. I mean, if you guys learned how to play it, if you played it, it's a lot easier to watch it. But um. It's it's not as boring as people say. I know people say it's wicked boring, but that's only watching it. If you play it, it's fun. It's a sport. It's always fun to play. So, um, my pleasure for coming out and helping you. Um, do it with my little brother all the time, so uh, it's kind of easy for me at this level. I know enough to teach you the basics. So, all mine. Pleasure's a pleasure's all mine. Alright, thank you guys for watching. See you next time.